Um, we're back. It's, back. it's Piss Magazine. Uh, one we of did the, it. We did it, y'all. We did it for the culture. Um, I don't know. So, who suggested that we go do the Barbenheimer thing? I, don't I think we were just like, we both want to see both movies. We're like, well, everyone else is doing it. We should do it. We did it early, though. Yeah. Everyone went Friday. We did it Thursday. <laughs> Which is super weird. I don't know. And <laughs> it seems like uh, yesterday was peak Barbenheimer, and it's still continuing. Yeah. Like, you saw those photos of the AMC in Los Angeles. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Everyone's going. It's like, oh, wow. Like, I th- I wonder if, like, Oppenheimer actually it was good for people to... Like, because Christopher Nolan wanted to, them to change the week for their movie with Warner Brothers, and they said no. So... Well, do you... Uh, it, it probably benefits Oppenheimer, if anything. Do you remember any of the screenshots people were or the photos people were sharing from the front row of the IMAX screenings no people were talking about how Christopher Nolan sat in every seat of the IMAX to make sure that the movie looks good oh that would have been hilarious and well I believed that I was like oh so it must look good from the whole theater Dude, the front row of all those movies like make Killian Murphy's head look like <laughs> like a mega mind. Yeah, like a waterhead, dude. <laughs> like you ever do the thing where you you take like a magazine or you walk up to your TV yeah. when it's paused and you like hold it down yeah. like MySpace style, take a photo of someone it makes their head look huge. Yeah. That in reverse. <laughs> so it looks like a big old Mr. Potato head. Um, Especially like if it's on the the big big IMAX ones. <laughs> 70 millimeter. Dude, I'm fucking okay. So, where do, where do we start? Do we start in what order? So we we saw Barbie first. We did see Barbie first, and people are arguing. They said that you should see Oppenheimer first, then Barbie. And I was like, dude, no, I didn't want to do anything yeah. after Oppenheimer. Yeah, absolutely no. I just wanted to go home and like think. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. I went and talked to Dylan for like an hour. I found it. We I found it a weirdly non thought provoking movie. Really? Like I like I was like contemplating something but there were not thoughts in my head like I was just kind of like hmm interesting yeah like I would I don't know like Christopher Nolan has this weird thing where it's like that was a really sorry I guess we, we should start with Barbie but yeah, like we'll start with Barbie yeah um so I loved it and there's zero problems with the movie I am so happy I watched yeah, it. <laughs> it's really good I wish I had taken more of an edible because like yeah when it I the little amount that I took kicked in right as soon as she started talking about death. So I was like, "Is this like a weird vibe already?" <laughs> That'd be my only complaint with the movie. The second complaint with the movie is the "I'm Ken enough" hoodie. Yeah. They made a certain amount and they sold out within five minutes. And I was like, "Fuck!" I would have definitely bought one of those. Oh yeah, dude, I'm I'm Kenuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That shit's so funny. Um, I don't know. I think uh, visually that shit was so cool, dude. Like just the. Uh, it was just like that's what I want to see in like a fantasy movie or a movie with fantasy oh, yeah. elements. You know that movie had a bigger budget than Oppenheimer. I believe it. I completely believe it. I mean, yeah. it's. I mean, every set's cool. She hit up uh, Greta, hit up the director of the Truman Show, and asked like how he shot certain things, mm-hmm. and so that's why. I mean, you could tell she was inspired. Isn't isn't that Roland Emmerich? Didn't he no. do the Truman Show? It's, it's some really weird guy did the Truman Show. Yeah, like everything else he did is like. Not com- good. complete <laughs> shit but he's got the Truman Show and one other really big hit that like everyone loves like I even love it um I swear to god it might be rolling fucking Emmerich I like it's a foreign guy he makes bad movies I'm just describing Roland Peter Weir oh Peter Weir okay what the fuck else did he do I'm looking uh Master and Commander no Russell Crowe did that maybe not the way back witness the Truman Show. Um, um, I didn't. Oh, the way back. That's terrible. Wait, I, let me see this. <laughs> I haven't seen any of this shit. Master Great. Commanders, Great. dope. Dead poets. Oh, it's Dead Poets Society. Okay, there we go. That's never what mind. It was. Fuck Peter. Weir. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Thanks for thanks for ruining high school. I know, like, dude. There's uh, in like the seventies, eighties. Like the bell jar was bumming out teenagers in high school. Yeah. Fucking. Dead Poet Society is just the biggest bummer. That, I, they drop so many bummers on you in ninth grade. I know. Like, um, Romeo we, and Juliet. We, we had a kid shoot himself in the head my ninth grade <laughs> year. And uh, 
we did like just suicide books in English. Like we did, so we did like Romeo and Juliet, and yeah. then we did fucking uh, what? What were we? Just, Dead Poet Society. Dead Poet Society. And it's just like back to back. We had the same teacher too. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking. It was brutal. I don't know. I was talking to someone earlier this week about. I think it was Emmett about fucking a friend of the show Emmett. Um. About 9-11 footage in school. Yeah. Like how you just have to watch that shit in homeroom. Yeah. And I don't know. So someone was telling me there's no jumpers. Like, oh, jumper footage? Yeah, there's no, there's no, yeah, no one actually jumped. Like there's actually just like no record of that actually happening. <laughs> and I was like, I've seen. No, that. people always say that though. And I'm like, I've never seen anyone jump. Like I remember teachers saying, if you look really closely, you can see people jump. I've never actually seen anyone jump. Go look at the footage. So there's a Reddit page that does archival footage of 9-11. Yeah. And they have like a blacklisting of all. They have footage Uh of the jumpers, but it's like blacklisted. And Mm. it's like our government doesn't want people seeing it. But like apparently back in the day, there's like a really fucked up video of a jumper that like the body nearly like explodes when it hits the ground. Like it was like near somebody recording. And you can see like the before and after shots. But the. No one. I mean, apparently people have that video. Yeah. But they won't release it because the FBI is like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't. I don't know. What. What can we do to like disempower live leak people? Because they something they shut some, down. Well, I. It's yeah. just but people that uh, enjoy that sort of content, like they just talk about it so freely, and I kind of want to make them feel. Um, they should feel bad they watch I they never should. liked watching gore videos no it bothers me like people are like oh dude so I was watching this decapitation video and it's like go for a walk yeah dude I get my throat some <laughs> fucking horror movies like chill <laughs> chill dude I, I had a thought this week I don't know maybe it was just like uh, I'm I'm like waiting I'm like waiting for this other project to fucking finish up so like everything's kind of like you're making me Paused, irritable yeah. yeah everything's just in stasis and I hate it um but I was watching horror movies and I was like, these all suck. Like I watched like five in a row that just sucked. And I was like, the only thing good I've watched in a month horror wise is the insidious franchise. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know. I watched He's bad, but it's not terrible. That's no. how I said, no, I watched Hellraiser last night, but I fell asleep. Oh God. The new one. No, no. no I kind of want to watch the new one. Lady pinhead kind of looked really cool. Yeah. I think I was the only person that thought that. I thought it looked cool too. It's yeah. a great idea. People were like, "Oh, feminism." I'm like, "I don't think it does not pl- apply it, here." No, it's <laughs> like if if you're like, "Uh, oh, Clive Barker's too, too sexually whatever, whatever." Like you're not familiar with his work. No, <laughs> the original title for Hellraiser was S and M Demons from Hell. It's not rules. Yeah, the problem is the only good Hellraiser is the first one. Uh, so By I'm technical f- standards. I'm a fan of two. It's got some really, it's got some bigger sets, and okay. uh, it it doesn't totally fall apart at all. It's really good. Three is when it starts to be not as good as the first one. Okay, like some is five in space. Five, uh, five is in space. Yeah, <laughs> five is in space. <laughs> I, I believe that's is. I think that one's called. No, no. Okay, so deader. Can you pull up the list of yeah, Hellraiser movies, and I'll kind of. Uh, for the audience might not know this, but the Hellraiser franchise, based off the book The Hellbound Heart or the novella The Hellbound Heart by Clive Barker, is one of the funniest uh, horror movie franchises just to like learn about. I wouldn't even recommend watching it. Just learn about it with me here. So <laughs> after, so we have Hellraiser in 87. Clive Barker directed it. Total fluke that it's good. It was first time director. And it's edited, right? It's what do you mean? It's edited. like so. Studio they were gonna give it an X, and they, it still got an R. They had to take out a few scenes. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, Cut yeah. a bunch out of it because yeah, it, it's a lot of like meat and gore on hooks. Like yeah. I'm not a gore hound at all, but like, uh, it looks really cool the way they do it in Hellraiser. Yeah, especially it's kind of shot tasteful. in the '80s on film looks great. Um, and then the second one is titled Hellbound colon Hellraiser Two. Cool. Yeah. This found sound like a, a toy car, but yeah. <laughs> Third one, Hellraiser Three: Hell on Earth. That one, you get a lot more like the Cenobites get a lot more screen time. Like in the first two, they just kind of pop up to be like, "Hello." Oh, fun. So, oh, that's like in the nineties. Uh, yeah, ninety-two. <laughs> so, and then we get to Hellraiser Bloodline. Couldn't tell you what the fuck happens there. Um, 
uh, and then Hellraiser fucking Inferno. I'm I'm like miss I'm being Mandela affected right now. <laughs> I swear to God. Um, and then Hellraiser Hellseeker in 2002. These are all the, put out by Dimensions Film, the fucking Weinstein Group subsidiary that did like Spy oh, Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then we have Hellraiser Debtor. That. I thought I knew what that one was. I didn't. So is that I was, Hellraiser in space? No, uh, it is. It is. What I was thinking of was uh, fucking Hellworld, oh, okay. which is where they go into a computer. Yeah, that one's bad, right? That one is hilarious. And I think it basically has the plot of that Fairly Odd Parents episode where okay, they go into cool. a computer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah it's, it's a season one, too. Yeah. It's, it's just Tron with Cenobites. It's kind of interesting. Um, but my favorite, and I believe we've we might have watched this together or I watched this with Nick from my old movie podcast but uh fucking it, it's like found footage it's a found footage movie with Hellraiser demons the 2011 one yeah so they oh, go to God. two kids go to Mexico and they like accidentally kill a hooker <laughs> they accidentally kill a Tijuana hooker in a bathroom and then they find the puzzle box like in a bar they're like oh fuck dude I don't know what to do like the hooker's in the bathroom like we don't know what to do and this guy walks up and he's like Hey, why don't I use that fucking uh, puzzle box there? <laughs> and uh, and they use it, and the Cenobites come, and I guess they, like, grant wishes now or some shit. Okay, so they just, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, fuck it, we ball. One of the kids gets sucked, in, sucked into the cube, and, like, the other one goes back to America, and it's like, Mom, Dad! Oh, no. I went to a world beyond pleasure and pain. Ugh. Um... <laughs> And then, the, like, the Cenobites, like, just show up in, like, a suburban home in California. It's, like, really silly. Oh, you're, fun. You're, it's like, always made with no money. No money. Okay. At all. And so the funny thing about the Hellraiser movies is Pinhead gets, like, just kind of chubbier every time. Because <laughs> of the real actor. No, no. No. They can't afford Doug Bradley. So every time they... It's just some fat, bald guy. It's just some fat, bald guy. <laughs> and they try less and less each time. It. Who cares? It's it's That's awesome. awesome. I'm I'm so mad that like Hulu bought it because that means Fox and Disney own it. Yeah, which Be- means that they're not doing anything with it. Yeah, there's a period of time where you could have feasibly bought the rights to Hellraiser for like a hundred thousand dollars and just like fucking just shat out anything. That would have been so. That would have been our meal ticket, dude. We could have been making <laughs> Hellraiser thirteen right now. <laughs> Hellraiser thirteen. See, I feel like a found footage Hellraiser could be a cool idea. Yeah, it's not especially it's not at the time when everything was found footage. It's, but like, I bet it's terrible. It's mixed found footage. They can't even commit oh. to the bit, dude. Like, they just cut to and then I ran out of ideas. Well, yeah. yeah. And it, um, so there's this thing that studios do where just to keep a property in their ownership, they have to make a movie with it. Yeah. And so, like, that's how you got the fucking Fantastic Four movie from the nineties. Yeah, and I don't with like five dollars. I wonder what the rule is for releasing that because clearly they must do some sort of cost benefit analysis and be like, okay, you know what, this movie's shit, but we'll make money on it. Yeah, some idiot will buy it. Yeah, some some idiot will buy it. People know Hellraiser, and then it gets the green light. But I'm just like, there. I just hope that art movies kind of come back a little bit more. It seems like it's going that way. Like people with a 24 specifically They're I mean, people treat a 24 like the Marvel franchise now. People love to suck a 24s dick. And I'm like, there has not been a name, name a good one from the last like two years that I, that two years. I mean, I liked, I didn't love, but I did like uh, everything everywhere. I oh, liked I forgot they did that. See, that's the yeah. thing, man. It's like, what happened? What happened to my cool little indie studio? It's like Blumhouse. Yeah. Like. Uh, but they're buying everything now. That looks yeah. weird. That's where you get like lamb. Which I, I mean, I don't know. I kind of that kind of gives me hope, but it's also like, what are you making? Like, I need to go watch those people's like short films. Like, what are they making to get their foot in the door at a twenty four? Because like, who do you walk up with with the script for Lamb? Who do you walk up to and be like, I get the script where these guys. <laughs> They raise a, a baby with a lamb head. Like, it's just stupid. And, like, I don't... It's shot beautifully, though. <laughs> like, whatever you want to say about that movie, I like that cinematographer. <laughs> that's got to that's gotta be part of it now. Like, I wonder yeah. I wonder if, like, cinematographers come to studios is now. That, is that, the like, scripts. the ticket in? Write a B movie and, like, present it as an artsy movie? 
that, that might be the way. I'd be like, yeah, no, it's just like it's like a little like because that's how I felt about the Shape of Water. Yeah, yeah. It's like this is a total B movie plot. This is literally Zat. Like, yeah, well, look this what is he a was guy interested. He did that uh, remake of the other movie right after. Well, he does all of his movies. Or we've talked about this before about yeah. fucking monsters or bugs. Um, <laughs> that's weird. Even, yeah, <laughs> even the, the stuff he pays for is just about fucking monsters or bugs. <laughs> um, but I think it would be kind of cool to go into further. Like, I like finding directors like predilections like popping up in their work. Yeah. So, like, um, Larry Clark. I uh, just uh, does movies about teenagers having sex. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, huh. Well, at least he knows what, angle. What? At least he knows angle. Hundred percent. I mean, okay. So he did Kids and Ken Park. Yeah. Which are just about teenagers having sex, pretty much, almost exclusively about that. Give, giving AIDS to each other. Giving AIDS to each other. I think it's it is kind of interesting though. Like as a director, he like bought a 19 year old Harmony Korean script. Like Kids was written by. Harmony, right? Yeah. So, at nineteen, and then he used that money to make Gummo. Uh, I think so. Yeah, because he's yeah. like writer producer on that or something yeah. like that. Uh, he directed Gummo, didn't he? Yeah, I think that's his first movie. Gummo's not good, but it's weirdly entertaining. I, dude, I've never watched Gummo just because, man, it looks so. It's depressing. Yeah, it looks sad. It looks like it's a fucking like just a poverty movie. Yeah, the opening of the movie was, like, really disheartening because, like, I hyped myself up to watch it because Tyler, the creator, suggested it. Yeah. And then um, the opening scene, like, a kid is just picking up a cat, and it doesn't look fake, and he just, like, drowns the cat. And that was, like, the opening part of the movie, and I remember as a teenager being like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, not happy at all. There was a... The movie that really, like, fucked me up made me nauseous. It was just a review of it. I don't. I didn't even like actually sit and watch this whole movie. It was uh, Brad Jones, the cinema snob's review of the Gestapo's last orgy. Oh fuck! This is back when YouTube was cool. Um, and like fucking, there's it's about Nazis that like eat fuck people meat. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever. And they they have so many scenes of them eating people meat, and the f- meat looks so fucking gross <laughs> that it was like it was like nauseating me, and I I still get fucking. All fucking tangled up thinking See, about it. I've never it. seen the Hannibal show, and apparently that makes cannibal cannibalism look good. They so they have a Hannibal's like a good procedural show. It's it's fine. It's like Law and Order SVU or anything else you've seen. But I know people are making it sound like it's prestige TV. It's shot like it's supposed to be. It's lit okay. like that. Um, it's lit slightly better than Criminal Minds. It's a little shinier than Criminal Minds, and uh, but they, then they have all these like scenes at the end where he's like cooking people meat yeah like it's all fancy and i like fast forward through every single one of them because it's <laughs> disgusting it's like you have this good show with like this disgusting aspect of it that i just don't like yeah but people find that shit so like investing it's yeah, dude, all people, white soccer moms and stuff people people love uh this cannibalism idea and i think it's one of, it's one of the weirder fetishes it's one of the ones that i'm just like eh yeah, it's like I when I watched Cannibal uh, Cannibal Holocaust in high school, I like didn't have a good time, and I thought it would be like, oh, I'm gonna tell people I watched this movie, and I never did because I felt gross watching that movie. <laughs> they there, kill animals in that movie. It's yeah, like, oh, horrifying. It's the one thing that uh, I don't think we've talked about it, but in Italian movies, they love to just actually kill animals. Yes, like animal rights protections in America. It took a long time to get those, but like. Uh, Italy, man, like just any Italian horror movie that has an animal in it, that shit's gonna die. For in for real, <laughs> for real. Like the um Michael Cimino, Italian director, in Heaven's Gate, uh, he like just ran horses off of a cliff, or no, oh, no, he blew them up. <laughs> he blew there. It's like a Civil War movie, and and they're like getting blown up, and he just like actually just blew up horses. Fuck it, <laughs> fuck it, fuck it. We'll do it live. Um, but that's it's like Coppola. The only like people say the only movie where it's been justified is in Apocalypse Now when they're cutting up the bull, because it was he actually just filmed a real tribe doing that. I mean, were they gonna? I mean, were they gonna do it anyway? Yeah. They, so they, they were doing it anyway, and he just filmed them doing it. Well, then, I'm like it fits the scene, and at least it fed people. Like it wasn't just for gratuitous did, reasons. I did guess the bull get a SAG card. <laughs> They still have the head. That would yeah. be funny. 
Oh yeah, Barbie. <laughs> oh yeah, Barbie. Um, so like I, Greta Gerwig doing high fantasy. I mean, it's really good stuff. Like I, I liked. It reminds it. me of like a '90s movie. It's thought provoking. Yeah, it's silly. I thought Will Ferrell was gonna be annoying. He was like, some of my favorite lines come from him. <laughs> yeah, no, he's. People have this idea in their head that Will Ferrell is some like screeching harpy, and I'm like, what? No. There must have been something in the air in the 2000s. I think people he, really don't like step, like the weird people who don't like Step Brothers. Yeah, that's what it is. Like I don't get. I th- it's people that don't like Step Brothers are mad that while, while Step Brothers is on, they're not being paid attention to. Yeah, that's the only. Those are the only people that don't find that fucking movie funny. <laughs> I love that movie, and like, there's a scene where Will Ferrell, like, I was like, I, they, he just says like in the context of he's like telling Barbie, like Barbie's like, why isn't there a woman CEO? And he's like going on a list of reasons why. And then he just likes, I even have like 10 Jewish friends. And we just <laughs> fucking lost it. In the theater. <laughs> His delivery and how he's doing it. It's so perfect. <laughs> um, a lot of the comedy works, man. I don't think there's no, none of the jokes really fall flat. Uh, no, I mean some of the stuff in the beginning, but that's them like just, like exploring the world yeah it's like, yeah it's fine you kind of need to know how it works and it's yeah. it visually very appealing so it's fine the like all the all the exposition dumping is good yeah um it is to its core a mother-daughter movie though sure dude the last 10 minutes where oh, it goes man. full it leans all the way into that and it's already a little long yeah um oh remember like we there's kids in the audience and you could tell they started. They were real ready. Cranky. They were only ready for an hour and a half, and it's getting near two hours. And the kids were just like standing up and shit next to us. It's like wild. It's like uh, it's a great mother daughter movie if your daughter is a teenager. <laughs> yeah, eleven, yeah. right? Like she can understand that you have a bond together or some shit. But like you bring your six year old daughter, she's just that like was that, who. A stupid. It's, it's a near two-hour movie, dude. They can't sit still through that. No, no, absolutely not. No, take it in the hall, have them fucking run in circles. But uh, the we we saw it was a nearly packed like matinee. Like, yeah, most of the seats were filled, but uh, it was a big screen too. Big screen. Um, but not a active crowd at all. Like I, we should have no. gone. We should have gone later in the evening so we could have seen it with people that were like excited to and watch drunk. it. Drunk, excited and drunk. That would have been the crowd to see it with because they're – I got to hear a lot of the jokes, which is what I was not expecting. Like I went in thinking that like, oh, people are going to be laughing during this. We had a better crowd for Barbarian. Yeah, Barbarian Barbarian was – people were really into that movie, dude. Yeah. Everyone there was really happy. That, we saw that at like a – we saw that at a 3 p.m. matinee. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Fucking uh, – oh, yeah, we beat the crazy Barbenheimer crowds. And then – and then uh, I went home to lay down after Barbie because yeah. fucking I was drained. We had like two hours in between showings. Um, Which was a good choice. I, got, I, ate a full, I ate a full dinner. I got relaxed. I was like, oh, back to the theater. I got excited. I was like, here we go. It's a good move. But uh, fucking Oppenheimer, I... I loved it, so I'm prefacing that. I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. It's a really well-made movie that's totally enjoyable. It's not boring at all. Um... God, those the court, the I don't know. Some of those scenes run a little long. A little long. Could have been trimmed up a little bit, but I get, you know what his influence was, JFK. Yeah, like clearly, especially because this is one of the most wildly edited movies. I mean, he is snapping scenes together just like Al Oliver Stone did, and it is like we are in the past and in the future, like just like that, and it's like. And especially since this is on film, I'm like, the editing process for this must have been fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, no, I think they just transfer it. Oh, yeah. I think they just do it. But, transfer. like, he had that one person, and I'm just like, dude, it's just, I don't know. This, I, I, I enjoyed the first two hours way more than the last hour. No, well, yeah, what did you say? The first two hours felt like an hour. And the last hour felt like two hours. Yes, that's completely accurate. Because <laughs> I looked at my phone, I was like, holy fuck, two hours went by. And then, like, I kept che- like I would check my phone every so often. I'm like, oh, it's only been 15 minutes. <laughs> it's, I mean, the the like sort of extended montage of them like building it is kind of the coolest part of the movie. Oh yeah, they're like working it all out, and you're like kind of learning how an atomic bomb like works and shit. And the the personal drama is very uh, good and bad. I really did not enjoy the fucking scenes. No, it's, it's uncomfortable. Sex, it's yeah, they just kind of drag down the 
I mean, they yeah, they confused the tone of the movie, and like I get like him being a womanizer must have been like a big part of his personality, and, and it's in the book American Prometheus about his cheating scandals. Well, yeah, and it seems like it actually he might have actually affected what, his work, which is wild. Yeah, like his I don't know, he was just fucking a communist, and um, a lot of the discourse on Twitter today, uh, co- communists are definitely claiming him as one of their own for sure. I'm like, I think they missed the point of the movie. What? Which is that he's certain? I didn't walk away thinking like, oh yeah, he's secret Oppenheimer is secret communist. Like it's, it's like no. true, truly just a he guy. Just felt like he was just like a smart guy. Like and he yeah. just like well he says it in the movie. He's like, I just like he got like, especially America's politics back then probably left wing ideas were probably just alluring and cool. Like, that's, like, all it seemed like. Yeah, it's like, or you're, like, you're a professor. He was shitting on his brother for marrying a communist, remember? Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it is kind of funny, though. It's like, well, he, and then he hired a bunch of communists, then everyone, how did it not take them 10 seconds to figure out how the Soviets were (laughs) fucking making advancements? It's like, well... Did you hire a guy who has only communist friends to fucking... Yeah. Like, it's kind of hinted at, like, when he's getting asked to, like, sign something. Like, those guys... I think that's the guy they mentioned, the British guy, who was the spy. You know that that we killed them for treason? Who? Him and his wife. The uh, the Fuchs? Fuchs? Yeah, the the British guy that was turned out to be the spy. Yeah. Yeah, we we killed them for treason. (laughs) In real life. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's crazy. I watched a documentary. <laughs> Treason's like the one crime where they kill you and your wife. Yeah, because they like, were both a part of it. Like, that's fucking wild, dude. Um, I really have to uh, give a big round of applause to anyone who's an ideological fucking clown. Yeah. Imagine getting killed for spying on the country that you live in. Are you fucking stupid? Idiot. <laughs> fucking dumbass. And your wife. That fucking... That rules. No, I'm sure. <laughs> Dude, like, just get a divorce. Just get a, there's you got to be easier ways to make your wife dead. Honestly, like the scene of the nuke itself, I realized Pretty it. Sick. It's you know how like you put the blue light filter on your phone, and I realized it. If you watch the trailer, there is no blue light. So when the nuke goes off, it is generally like shocking to your eyes because it's like you've been for like ten minutes just seeing no blue light. And uh-huh. then it like does that, and it's like, oh shit! But honestly, the scene of him giving the speech and the people are like, you know, using their feet and all that stuff—that mm-hmm. scene was like the more intense scene. Yeah, there was. Oh yeah, all of his, all of his like little panic attack scenes are like really fucking. It's like so, jarring. It's like it's shot like a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like uncut gems kind of yeah. levels of uh, just pumping your adrenaline up for no f- good reason at all. Um, it's really good, and the the visual effects are like awesome. Like the shifting background looks kind of like natural, yeah. Almost, it's something. Uh, I do want to see it on IMAX because, like, we saw it on a smaller screen, which is weird. It was on a smaller screen than Barbie, and like, I can tell. Like, I'm not an anti IMAX like camera person, but like, whatever he was doing to get some of these shots, I'm like, oh, it's gonna look amazing. On a big screen. Oh, yeah. Can you mention that plume of fuck the fuck mushroom cloud, dude? Yeah. It's going to be nuts. <sighs> yeah, we're just going to have to see it. I'll have to see showings. Dude, it's... um, I imagine that... Uh, I bet I'll like it more on a second watch. There's no way it's sold out here, dude. It might maybe for no. like a week or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, we have like one of the most poorly performing IMAXs ever because IMAX here was already at like, I don't know, 25 bucks a ticket, right? Yeah. So if you... When they hiked their prices up to like $31 to $35 a ticket. It's like, I don't know anybody that goes into the IMAX regularly at all. Yeah. It's literally, it's something you do like every four years. I yeah, saw for a, a specific movie. I saw Spider-Man 3 opening night at an IMAX. That rules. It was fucking sick. Uh, fucking. Want sympathy? Get religion. I always think it's weird because when you, when you look at the IMAX, it's like, it's a fucking circle. Yeah. And then when you watch it, you, that you kind of like that illusion completely. No, and there's like these elevated seats. It kind of feels like you're moving with the picture. It's like really cool. I, I saw fucking Venom too, in IMAX with Shultek. Yeah, that was very weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dog shit movie. Seeing IMAX, <laughs> dude. Uh, they almost got me with the first Venom. I was like, that seems kind of fun and edgy, and like I wanted. Like when I saw Spider-Man 3 as a kid, the only thing I actually wanted after it was just 
a fucking Venom movie. Well, the weird... Uh, he almost didn't do the actor. In it. I don't know why I can't remember his name. He's great. Eddie Brock. That's his name. <laughs> and, uh, the Guy... This is a stupid English guy. But his name is Guy. Yeah. Right? Guy but, Shalom. So it, they shot an R-rated movie. And then they edited it down to PG-13. He got really pissed about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like... There's like apparently some cool scenes in that movie that are just ripped out for no reason. Well, just I want to see, I want to see the venom sex. Yeah. I want to see him. I want to see him go full demon beast invasion in some lady and like, it's animated. I've accidentally seen it on Twitter. <laughs> You're not supposed to open those hidden replies sometimes. Um, it's like Eddie Brock or the, the venom is fucking Eddie. And like the venom goo is like coming out of Eddie's mouth. I was like, why did you ruin my day, dude? Like, I did not want to see fucking that shit. Every time girls tweet about sex, it ruins my day. <laughs> like there's a there's this girl on Twitter. She tweeted yesterday. She's like, I had a, uh, I read this, uh, uh, lit erotica about uh, getting trapped in a magical forest and having to uh, suck off magical beasts and survive off their cum to live, and it changed something in my brain. And I'm like. Man, your profile picture is your face. <laughs> like, you don't need to show. <laughs> you, you, uh, I, I don't know. I was just kind of like shocked at the honesty. Yeah. Um, that's Twitter. That is Twitter, dude. Twitter, Twitter's cool. I should, uh, I should just uh, try to meet my wife on Twitter, dude. That's what you do. That's what you do. I think it's the best option. Um, I follow a twink who <laughs> just like lets people know he wants to fuck them. He's like, I'm in the Denver area. I'm like, just don't want to use Grinder, buddy. Like we had just chatted, like we had like roasted somebody in the comments or something. We just yeah. followed each other, and now I'm just like, I just see some like six inch dick guy that he's like, I want to fuck you, and then they're like talking. I'm like, see, I'm like, buddy, it's messages, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Message him. Um, God damn it. My- <laughs> My favorite thing to say to people that's not technically against the rules, I hope I didn't say this last episode, is, what's your address? <laughs> like, or just post fake IP addresses. <laughs> Scare people for five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I will hack your phone. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, tw- Twitter Spaces is great, dude. I, oh, I'm, yeah, you're back on it, right? I'm back on Twitter Spaces, and uh, I think it's... It's definitely the the pipeline to to internet pussy for sure. <laughs> High caliber internet pussy if you I want. Count. And uh, some OnlyFans models who want to have fun. Yeah, no, yeah, they they want to cut loose, but you know they they have a sensitive side. Yeah, they uh they really let themselves. You can really take advantage of their vulnerability in a Twitter <laughs> space. <laughs> um, no, dude, I fucking you get your dose of white trash on there, right? Oh, heavy, 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 dude. Cause uh, that, some people drink and then sit at home. Yeah. Which is I refuse to fucking do that, dude. I fucking. <laughs> That's I, how you turn into an alcoholic. Yeah, dude. I had a Bud Light at my house. One. I drank the one beer in my fridge like a week ago. I yeah. felt bad about it for two days. <laughs> I was like, how low? How low are you gonna sink? Why you drink at a friend's house? <laughs> yeah. That's 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 how I feel. Like I don't know, man. Like uh, I feel like if I just. I have too much free time to have alcohol in my fucking house, dude. Yeah. Like, frankly, it would it would end me as a person. I know, because you'd be double fingering at watching movies. I'd be double I'd be double fingering at watching movies, and then I would go. I'd probably start uh, doing uh, shitty stand up, drunk yeah. all the time. You'd be like, oh, and start walking there. Right? Start walking <laughs> there, yeah. Start walk four miles to the fucking stand up club. Just become that guy. So why are you so sweaty? <laughs> I walked here. <laughs> Why? Yeah, why? Does it start till eleven, and this is the only thing I do? Yeah, this is. I'm very drunk. Very. I'm very I thought I could carry. The <laughs> Just I'm chat a, with a fucking crackhead, dude. I. Uh, but what, okay, so here's the thing: was it worth doing the Barbenheimer experience? Would you suggest it to people? I mean, it's kind of a steep fucking price. I mean, like that's the thing. Uh, if if you can get do matinee it, prices, do it. Do it. Go to a matinee and. Uh, don't go to it with uh, your significant other. No, Save the money. No, it's not Oppenheimer. Do not see that with a partner. <laughs> I, I did. I brought, I brought my partner when Seth and I went. And uh, fucking, let me tell you what. Um, it is not a movie we've even spent five minutes talking about. 
<laughs> when we got in the car, the first thing I said was, I liked Barbie better. And then we've just only talked about Barbie. <laughs> um, I, I don't know why. Like, them, I don't know. Oppenheimer gave me so little to reflect on, dude. I, I didn't, I didn't give a, sh- I didn't have a single thought in my head after that movie ended. Maybe it was the double, double movie day. Barbie also is like an experience of it as is it's itself is an experience because it's like, it's so much color. It's comedy. It's smart, witty writing. It's like, it's kind of, which is Noah Baumbach kind of like in a weird way. It's like Greta Gerwig's like version of a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. Admit, yeah. More mainstream. Um, Not so flat. Yeah. And it's just like a it's fun really, ride. <laughs> her movie's way better than the fucking new Wes Anderson one, man. I heard. I heard it's it, not that good. I got hurt. A- Asteroid City, it's not bad. It just kind of happens. And it's it's literally like Wes Anderson walked into the cinema, farted, and then left. Like, it's <laughs> just. Oh, no. It's just like, oh, that was distinct. Somebody said that, like, they miss Owen Wilson's writing style with him because every best Wes Anderson movie Owen Wilson wrote on. <laughs> uh,. Did Owen Wilson write on this one? No. I don't even he hasn't remember. written on one since, I think, after Darjeeling. Oh, damn. What but, ha- Wes is just a fucking egomaniacal. No. <laughs> Have you ever seen that fake video? No. Of like a, it's like a leaked video of Wes Anderson on set. No. It's some guy doing an impression of him, and he's just like, I could fuck your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I want everything symmetrical. <laughs> 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 I'm like that would be the fun If that was I was like Oh I wish this was real <laughs> if that's, if that's how they achieved That cheery atmosphere Yeah That's fucking awesome I uh I want, I want Wes Anderson To do a movie about a rape <laughs> See yeah That's what I want Like give him like A fucking Like an 80's John Carpenter script Just to see what he would do with it <laughs> the, Wes Anderson's the thing Yeah It's like That's basically that SNL skit right Which one It's like the SNL horror movie or no, the Wes Anderson horror movie. I can't remember what the, they called it. It's like something, something in the intruders. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I remember that. Shit. Yeah. That was funny, dude. S- SNL. Uh, I can't wait for it to be something that exists only on TikTok.com. I know. You can tell they're doing bits now for TikTok, which is kind of gay. Dude, that's uh, yeah. There's a lot of uh, Bo and Yang just dancing to music cues, which is uh, the lowest form of comedy. No, it's kind of <laughs> sad. But I don't know. Like the last season wasn't as terrible. No, see, that's the thing is like they, the quality has definitely been like going upwards for like a couple of years. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know. People kind of like when when they brought the Do Not Destroy guys on. That's when it got good again. But yeah. but I think if we looked at the SNL cast list right now, we wouldn't recognize anybody. No. It'd be like Bone Yang, Keenan Thompson, <laughs> Florjan Georgiaborn. People just say Bobby Moynihan is still on it for no reason. <laughs> I don't know if that's the fuck with him, but like. gaslight him and is still believing. <laughs> See if we can get him to show up to work one week. <laughs> um, I'm fascinated with the idea of uh, gaslighting whole industries. Yeah, like we can just convince people. Oh, shit. oh no, let's see if we're still recording. <laughs> we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Thanks, Apple, for that titanium frame construction. <laughs> Thank God you chose fucking carpet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. There's, I almost did wood. <laughs> there's, there's hardwood right under it. It's fucking, there's, you know what? I thought about ripping up all this carpet and just uh, varnishing the hardwood, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Myself. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just going to tape off all the molding. My entire house has fucking molding, and I. I don't know what else, what else you would put there, but like, like who, like tell me, man, what motherfucker was looking at walls and was like, we should put a little something at the bottom and top of all of them. <laughs> it's just missing something. <laughs> it just sounds like a Mitch Hedberg joke. <laughs> so, this ceiling is missing something. I yeah. know. I'm going to destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I hate living in cubes, but not enough to. To do anything about Not it. enough to live in a triangle. <laughs> We're writing Mitch Hedberg bits should be an exercise that everyone does. Yeah, it has to be on the same level. Yeah. I think uh, uh, I went to a paint store the other day. <laughs> and I asked them, can I make my own black paint? <laughs> and they said, that would be a waste of time. 
I said, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all Mitch Hedberg jokes are like him going to a place and having a conversation with somebody and then just being the most fucking stupid person yeah, you've ever. being the most autistic person <laughs> in the yeah. room. Because so. that, that whole bit is, I was talking, to my, I'm a mumbler and I, I was talking to my friend, but and he couldn't hear me and he said what and I, I said it again and he's like what but really I'm just saying some insignificant shit and now I'm yelling that tree is far away we should we should change this full format of the podcast to just be doing Mitch Hedberg jokes <laughs> Mitch Hedberg impressions just, no just just <laughs> his just material yeah, we should <laughs> we'll run out of stuff in four episodes and then we'll I just think one episode <laughs> yeah he doesn't have a lot of stuff no he's the got... first two albums are like half an hour yeah no and he's, he's just got the three like there's a seven disc it might even be just vinyl it might be vinyl i own but it. that uh yeah you own it the mitch hedberg yeah. fucking master collection fucking that's so dude i don't know man stand up like uh i don't know i'll probably like shoot myself before i listen to matt rife like i'll probably meet matt rife before yeah. i sit down <laughs> and listen to a matt rife stand-up special but um the the ladies love him it's funny. I don't. I don't know, man. I think it's really funny, like when a stand-up uh, hits it big with like just women. Yeah. I'm always like, what, what, uh, what is it? Because like, I feel like Dane Cook hit it with like men and women. Yeah. He was like someone you could be like, oh, that's 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 a sexy man in 2004. Who's the guy who got canceled? He had like long black hair and who's not funny. Was Chris D'Elia. Chris D'Elia. Yeah. Yeah. Man. He he appealed to women. Yeah, weird. yeah, no, he had a, he had a strong appeal to women. Um, is that wait? Is that how we find out who who appeals to women? Just who's not actually all that funny? Yeah, Crystal <laughs> is not all that funny. I don't get like I've watched it. Like he repeats a joke in his stand up special, like because the audience wasn't laughing enough. Like that's a thing to do, and he was just like talking about dolphins fucking. I was like, what is this? <laughs> this is like as bad as Joe Rogan's like early material. <laughs> He combined Joe Rogan's stool fucking material with Joe Rogan's dolphin material, two things America was sick of, and uh, made it into a new thing that we can all like. <laughs> I paid uh, $9 for a county fair lemonade yesterday. Really? Yes, I went out of the county, visit visit my partner, we look at some animals, and I paid $9 for a lemonade. Sounds like a lovely evening. It was fine. It How was mad f- were you at the price of the lemonade? After. Afterward, like, a, like I, I waited till we were leaving to be upset about it. <laughs> like, that's how mad I was. <laughs> like, dude, every every sip I was spitting out seeds and like, like oh, nine fucking dollars. That's nine, a fucking movie ticket. <laughs> that's a movie. T- that's a meal. That's a meal that I didn't have to cook. Oh man, I would have been pissed. I I just don't do it, dude. I d- just don't buy any of the food. I see. Like, that's the thing. Is like I. I got food poisoning. You got food poisoning at the fair? What, yeah, what, I, got fu- I ate a fucking turkey leg. Oh, oh man, poultry. That that might be the thing to avoid. See, so yeah. like, go go for something fried, something that's been like cooked to thousands oh, yeah. of degrees. Oh yeah, was it the fucking Oreo? Deep fried Oreo. Deep fried, yeah, deep fried Oreo. I was a teenager. And I was trying to like not eat as much to be not fat, and I had that, and I, w- I wasted like thirty dollars at that stand. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what? <laughs> I'm I'm just a sucker for fucking uh barbecue. Yeah. Like straight up, if I if I don't limit myself, I'll probably barbecue four, seven times a week. Yeah. Four on the conservative side. I'd barbecue yesterday. <laughs> I'll probably barbecue after this. But um I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm dealing with the emotional <laughs> impact of that. I just I'd use it to fill a hole that's inside of me. We're doing our Oklahoma impressions. <laughs> Is that, is that an Oklahoma accent? Oklahoma's like this, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's kind of it's got it's got a lot of charm it's to it. The wife and um, fucking no country for old men. That's that's straight in Oklahoma accent. Dude, I was in uh, I was in Arkansas, and there was like this uh, like there's this town where like people just go and they like play instruments in the town square and shit. <laughs> it's like and it's like the whole town. It's like hundreds of people by the end of the night. Oh fun. Um. But there was this, like, fucking, like, I don't know, this, like, 20-year-old, like, gorgeous, like, fiddle player. Oh, fine. Like, just the best. She's like, yeah, no, we came down from Oklahoma to play here. Yeah. 
and she's just eye fucking me the whole time. I'm like, Jesus Christ, God, why am I around 200 Christians? And she's necessary for every. Like I, I was just waiting. There's for no her. like motel you can sneak off to. No, I was like waiting for her to like take a break. <laughs> I'm gonna attack that. <laughs> and then she did, and then uh, she went and got dinner with her family. And it went right back to playing the goddamn fucking fiddle, dude. It was like fucking seven hours waiting to talk to this chick. I'm like, it's the biggest fucking. Oh, man. That load, you probably would have blew a load within 10 minutes. Uh, 100%. 100%. I was just, ah, dude. Let me me tell you something. Let me me tell you something, dude. Let me tell you something, boy. I'm trying to to come faster. I don't know. I got a complaint last time about it. About going too long? Yeah. I I just keep getting rug burn on my dick, dude. Oh. That's uh there's no well and there's not what lube are you using? Well that's the thing, I just have to be a lube guy now. Yeah. There's no there's a certain point, man, where it's just spit. You can't be, you can't beat friction. No. I just <laughs> I've accepted this there's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> I well I won't <laughs> so that's no you know what bothers me, dude? That uh you can get rug burn from wet pussy. That's like that's like getting rug burn from a water slide. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. It's it just still hurts. It's I don't dude, it's fun. and it bothers cuz it's like uh it's yeah, like, especially it, the when the tip is in pain, it's like ugh. Oh, dude. or the or you crush between the tip and the dick. It's just like ugh. Do, do you ever you ever uh crush crush the tip? You ever you ever crush the tip a little too hard? I'm trying to think. That's, really. that's a couple days. You really, you're hurting. Dylan's crushed the tip. Dylan's yeah, over there squirming. It? Friend yeah. of the show, Dylan's here. Say hi. What up? <laughs> He'll be on next episode yeah, well, probably. Do, I don't know. And if you're doing the kind of fucking where you're like breaking your dick, <laughs> there's no way you're giving it enough time to heal because the sex was so good you broke your dick. You want to hear a quick ball story? Yeah, yeah. I think this will probably wrap us up. All right, All right we're going to end with this story real quick. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> Make it sure. So... I want to say about three, four years ago, I attended a family barbecue. Not my family, a friend of mine's family. They had two pit bulls outside, and no big deal, you know. I asked, hey, the dog's outside. He's like, yeah, so-and-so should be out there. The dog shouldn't bother you. I'm out there with a case of beer, and I'm about to drop it off at the cooler, and I see the two dogs. One starts barking at me, and the other slowly approaching me. No big deal. I let the dog sniff me, you know. I'm not, I'm not an enemy or anything. Well, one dog's bark, and the other one comes to sniff me, and all I feel is a chomp on my dick. And Holy balls. fuck. Yeah, Holy I straight fuck. got bit in the nuts by a pit ball. I was wearing sweatpants, uh. and the case of beer I had, I like hit the dog with the head with it, and then I fell on the ground just immediate. Couldn't believe Jesus. what the fuck just happened. And about an hour later, I go to the bathroom, and I'm bleeding out my scrotums. So, <laughs> you know, I go to attend to that. A little alarming. <laughs> I go to check it out, and I just see these teeth marks. There's oh no rip. God. There's no rippage, thank God. But oh, the shit. fact that I'm bleeding out my scrotums, it, it terrified me. So I disinfect it, and I go outside to have a cigarette. And the pain is getting to me. And it's about 80 to 85 degrees outside. I'm smoking a cigarette, and I fall into a pool of sweat, and my vision starts tunneling. And I'm losing sensation in my arms and legs. I fucking collapsed. It crawled into the house for three hours. I sat there what? with ice on my dick. Just, oh. I waddled like a penguin for three weeks. You ever had black and blue balls? When people say you got blue balls, I had it. That's, and the damn. funny thing was is that I hadn't seen him in a while. So he's like, dude, look at this. And he just shows me a photo. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was soliciting. <laughs> I was like, well, that's crazy, <laughs> dude. I uh, I don't know, man. There was a there was a while there. Where I was hanging out with a crew, drinking out at the bars. And everyone was showing each other's picture of their dicks constantly, and they're going, "Ha, fag!" Like, you guys just want to fuck each other. That's <laughs> or is that the it, cocaine high wanting to fuck? That's I don't I don't know I don't I don't know every everyone I know is fucking gay now from cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> that's like a theory. Every, everyone I know did so much cocaine they're they're gay now. Um, I, I don't hate them for it. I don't. But they're not real. Yeah, no one <laughs> made no one, no one made you put that needle in your dick, faggot. No one, no one made you cock slam that cocaine and feel the incredible rush of cocaine entering your body through your penis. No one made you 
do that. Uh, you know, people do that. I love telling. I love telling like like straight dudes like, oh yeah, here's the gross. Here's the shit that skeeves me out about gay people. <laughs> and then because the reaction is always like, ah, what? Maybe we should do something about them. Yeah, we should. We should eradicate them. <laughs> the Muslims were right. <laughs> You see those videos of the fucking kids in Detroit this week? Because there was like a gay flag band in like Dearborn, Michigan or something. Oh, my God. And because uh, it's, it's like a Muslim controlled city. Like it's like weird. Uh, uh, yeah. Black Muslim population, not like actual Muslim. It's like Nation of Islam shit. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, and there's just like kids going around town just like egging gay pride flags. And it's like the weird. It's, there's like all these like old like liberal like people, people that like didn't white flight so they're clearly like very liberal and like living in detroit and so they're like talking to these muslim teenagers they're like you can't do this this is very bad ever you can't discriminate and then they're just like yo we hate that gay shit though like, that's literally being said that's awesome it's so fucking well what funny. detroit's only been is running it's by th- th- three things which is ford the lions and eminem yeah it's yeah. there's no there's nothing going on there, man. Like, I, I really do feel like if you wanted to show up and be like a feudal warlord, America would let you have it. What's worse, Detroit or Nebraska? I would much rather live in Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska. No, but Nebraska. Old, at least near Omaha. Right? Near Omaha is getting a little Detroitified, dude. Like, fucking Omaha is like the inner city. I remember, um, I don't want to okay, I won't say who, but uh, <laughs> there's someone I knew went to Omaha, uh, got their uh, car broken into and they came back like two days later and then stole the car <laughs> and drove it across state lines to commit a burglary <laughs> and then crashed it while they got shot by the police in the car um what, dang, what the so, fuck <laughs> yeah so you know what's funny is I think uh they got the car back that's good. No, but a man died in it. I wouldn't drive that. I a mean, man was shot in it. That'd be fine. But you get to sell the car or you get to have it. And you're like, this is what happened with the car. Now you get to annoy your neighbors with it. You park it on the front lawn like yeah. a drunk driving <laughs> accident. <laughs> Don't steal cars. It's the perfect Halloween decoration. <laughs> <laughs> a man was murdered. <laughs> You get to charge people. That's a, such a Midwest thing to yeah, do. The haunt, oh, look at the haunted car wreck. Oh fuck, dude! That you w- could just like put a vibrator under the seat. <laughs> Seth, oh. Seth, when's the last time you put a vibrator on your dick? On my dick? On your dick? Um, I had a girl jerk me off with a with a vibrator. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's fun. It's fun. She wanted to try it. I said I'll try it. It's fun. I'll hate. I'll try stuff. I met a dude on she a, she also has a she has the fucking electronic shocker thing. Yeah. It's like red. Uh, the cattle prod thing. Yeah. Yeah. That you, you see, see from, pornos? from gross porn, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I I like try to tap myself. I was like, oh fuck. And I was like, I didn't think it was gonna be that Is is it fucking it, No, it's it fucking hurts. I was like, what the fuck? You guys are fucking freaks, dude. <laughs> Women have such a high pain tolerance. Like, have you ever met, like, a chick that's, like, really into, like, biting or, like, something, re- like, cutting or some shit? And you're oh, like, yeah. what the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, everyone... We know enough white trash yeah, yeah. women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, like, don't leave me hanging here, guys. Yeah. We know plenty of those. <laughs> they're um, fun. They're, like, for, they're, like, once every four months. What, is there, like, an influencer that, that came out or something and, like that was, like, really pro-consensual, non-consent shit? Because the last... Is that what tw- called me by your... Or call me daddy girls. No, no, no that's uh, it's like uh, consensual rape play. Yeah. Because like in the last year, women have just been volunteering that. It's like like that normal conversation you have where it's like, hey, what's your fetish? That's yeah. just on the list now. And it used to be it's like, oh, I like being tied up. Now it's like it's like I like being tied up. I like choking, <laughs> getting raped. Oh. <laughs> Do you think what happened? This is my theory. So 2016 happened, and everybody had to pretend that they're feminists, and they're mm-hmm. like, this is wrong. Guys shouldn't do that. And then. So guys stop doing it as much, and now girls miss it. So they're like, "Please, rape me." <laughs> I was thinking the the other day that uh, you know, the submissive fetish is probably hardwired into certain people's brains because think of it as a people. Yeah. We're like as a culture, America. We've only been away from slavery for like 150 years. Yeah. So like, there there are people alive right now whose ancestors, myself included. We're like fucking indentured servants and shit, and yeah. like slaves. 
So I don't know. I don't, what I'm saying is, if you if you're a bottom, it's uh, epigenetic. It's because you uh, come from a slave class. Yeah. Your your bloodline is slat of slaves or German. Man, I'm sorry, Dylan. You're on the sidelines right now. We we got cooking like 45 minutes in. <laughs> so sorry, how's, how are you? How are you? How, how do you like Zen? What are you on? How many milligrams is that? Is uh, it? That's just six milligrams. That ain't nothing fucking crazy. That's it's a, a third. That's a third of a f- one of those fucking. Do you remember the blue e-cigarettes? Yeah, yeah. That's that's crazy. I mean, you could crush one of those in 90 minutes. So like, that's not the craziest thing ever. But like, when I learned the alcohol percentage of those, or sorry, the nick nick percentage, I was kind of blown away. I do not recommend fucking putting a whole can of Zin in your mouth. You're, I, I put two pouches in once, the whole room was fucking spinning. Oh, oh shit. shit. See, I've never really got a good buzz from pouch. Well, not pouches, but from fucking dip. I tried it, and it just always made me want to throw up. Dude, snooze. Snooze is the way. So, like, dip is fermented. Yeah. Gives it that kind of, that trademark kind of smell to it. Yeah. Um, snooze is not fermented. That shit is just a little fucking damp, and uh, they keep it in the freezer. So when you get it, man, it's just fucking fresh. You can swallow it. Okay. And it's fucking, it's the best buzz in nicotine, dude. Like, honestly, the only reason I stopped doing it is because I had, like, fucking gingivitis in high school once and, like, fucking ate a fucking hole through my gum. Oh, fuck. Dude, it fucking, you got to take care of your teeth if you're going to fucking snooze. Oh, yeah. But it's got, it's got a low cancer rate, like, like, like 90% lower cancer risk than any other form of, like. Tobacco consumption? Yeah, I guess so. we'll find out in another 15 years how bad vape is. Oh, I'm not looking forward to that, <laughs> yeah, dude. <I> know. <laughs> I've, I've had x-rays on my lungs done just because, okay. like, co- the past five years? Or yeah, yeah. Uh, one time in college, I had, like, a persistent lung thing. Turned out to be uh, some sort of, like, calcium deposit or whatever. Nor- oh, normal wow. shit happens when you smoke cigarettes. Um, and then I quit smoking cigarettes, and I've been, I've been x-rayed a few times since then. Your lungs heal, baby. Oh they, yeah, they heal oh, up. Yeah. They heal up fast too, and well, like very yeah. well. Um, stoners have like stupid lung capacity. That always boggles my mind, man. I know. I thought they used to like. Wasn't that propaganda that they actually helped your lung capacity? It. <laughs> or is that just it, Michael it definitely, Phelps? The way the way it's the way it's uh, so taking deep breaths will help your lung capacity. You're strengthening. So a trick runners do is either before a run, they'll either smoke a joint or they'll smoke a cigarette because what actually happens, it opens up your airwaves to ingest more oxygen. So if you get that hit, your lungs open up. The idea is you have a lot more air and more lung capacity to keep going. That's fascinating. Okay. So, yeah, so yeah man, you should, you should always be smoking. So smoke, always be smoking and running. Smoke pot, teenagers, right before you go to your little swim meet. <laughs> will also raise your testosterone levels too they don't talk about that so, um there's okay. that thing on the conspiracy theory iceberg where it's like cigarettes extreme health benefits <laughs> and it's fucking you eat fun. less <laughs> your focus the yeah. increased focus well it's like no man the other chemicals are good for you too no, no, <laughs> let's let's no. do a deep dive um i've been seeing a lot of shit again about uh pepsi having uh fetus cells in it which is just not. See, you're on the same true. Twitter feed as I. I just can't handle it. See, I don't. I just know, lose my mind. I can't handle that, it. That that shit is never on my feed, but it slipped in, and then that and Garfield today. For whatever reason, I'm getting a ton of fucking Garfield shit today. I don't follow any Garfield accounts. I fucking hate Garfield. I want to fuck Garfield to death. Damn. Agree. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wood. No. I'm just saying. Hell, 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 Garfield, hell, Garfield, hell, Garfield. <laughs> dude, Welcome what, back to the hell, Garfield hour. Dude, um, what, if, what if, what if Garfield was a Satanist like that Bill Murray voice? And you got to sacrifice the virgin. Like, yeah. just like, <laughs> or from the original eighties cartoon. Yeah, Lorenzo music, yeah. right? Oh, oh, Opie, we gotta, we gotta cut that woman ear to ear. Drain her blood into the glass. It has to be. No, that'd be a great bit. I hate Sabbaths. <laughs> I'm a big fan of I hate Sabbaths. Okay. I think I think I. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the worst. What would see like when someone like does riffs on like Blues Clues and makes it all fucked up? Like I can't watch it. That yeah. Stuff is so ingrained in my childhood. Like I'm just like. <laughs> Meat Cannon. Yeah, oh. Meat Cannon. I still won't watch it. Nope. Won't watch the Blues Clues episode. I think. Uh, I think it'd be it's funny to ruin stuff. Like I like Ghetto Smosh is unironically hilarious. 
I know. They're shit sometimes though, but they're hilarious. No, I just I just love the idea that them existing probably is the reason that they bought Smosh back. Yeah. <laughs> like they sunk millions of dollars. They're like, we can't let our we legacy be tarnished. Ghetto Smosh doing better numbers than us. <laughs> Fucking what's crazy is like I don't know, having a whole team of writers, like hiring LA comedians to write your sketches and they're that shit and you're filming. It's like, just hire better writers. Like, what the fuck? Well, it's also, it was in a time and a place, right? Like, time and place. Early, like, their early stuff, like 2006. Yeah. They have one called Amazing Car and I thought that was hilarious as a kid and I rewatched it and it's probably one of their better sketches. Like, I never got into the, like, it's Luigi or it's uh, the Zelda rap. I never yeah. liked that era, Smosh. Dude, fucking, um, okay. Sketch com. <laughs> Sketch sketch comedy is probably the lowest form of YouTube humor. It it does. Well, for it's, what, it's a lot of bad. There's humor. so <laughs> much bad sketch comedy. People don't think about what's funny ever. Like no. they're just like, hey, so like, what if? <laughs> I don't. Can we let's let's come up with a bad YouTube sketch? Like, dude, what if uh like, what if Garfield became a vegetarian? That'd be funny. That'd be funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if then what if Scarface was there? Yeah. Like it's whatever your buddy can do an impression of. Yeah, whatever your buddy can do an impression of and whatever toys you have. It was it was a lot of like shooting in your grandma's face. Yeah, it was a lot of like fourteen year olds with like leftover nerf guns. Yeah. Doing like oh dude, what if we we'll spray paint this airsoft gun black and then we'll Yeah, we'll pretend we're making the movie Heat, but with Garfield. There was a really funny sketch that uh my friends fucking made in high school is genuinely very funny. Uh, it was like them, uh, like, Hey, okay. You've got a fucking intent. Like, like someone like slides a gun across the table and it's like, you got a fucking long, uh, long road ahead of you, man. Like, it's like really shit talking him and shit. <laughs> and like, and he's like, and then, uh, they, they like walk over. It's like a dimly lit room. It's like lit with a single light. And he's like, has to like kill a man or something. Okay. <laughs> Oh wait, why does that ring a bell? Um, I don't. So wait, I'm trying to think of it. Wait, I might be. I might. I think I've written a better sketch in my head. They like. They like. They they shoot a man in the head, and then he he uh, takes a gun from his hand and shakes his hand. And he says, "Welcome to the Walmart family." <laughs> it's fucking funny. That's funny. It's fucking funny, dude. I uh, I wonder if anyone that was funny in fucking high school wound up doing comedy because I can't think of. No, that's never the case. Bill Hader talked about that. He's just like, all the guys I knew were funnier than me. Him and Bill Burr were talking, and they were talking about like, about stories of like he brings those people around Hollywood people, and it's just they do not mesh, and it's the funniest thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) Bill said he brought one of his friends from Oklahoma Mm -hmm. to a film set, and they're like, can I get you a coffee? And he's like, Bill, what are you doing? You can get your own coffee. And he's like, well, I'm trying to focus on the scene right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so his friend just is calling him gay the whole time for having someone get him a coffee and i'm like that would be awesome <laughs> i would bring dylan to a movie set. <laughs> so, um I, dylan's the kind of guy who would ask a movie producer it's like where do you get your ideas from yeah you get your... <laughs> i think uh that's the episode <laughs> where, do, where, do, where do you get your ideas from where do you get your ideas from i want to i like misattributing quotes like because i don't our sofia coppola episode still does very well really if people still listen to it every day i don't know why uh <laughs> just that name man she's probably in huge in the women film scene dude well that and tavi gevinson movies tavi gevinson also does very well i think we should just start picking women that uh are like on the periphery of fame Okay. They're like, oh yeah, oh you, you might have like one starring role or like a supporting role in a TV show. Boom, you're an episode title now, bitch. There you go. We yeah. could do this one, Margot Robbie's Snook. No, Margot Robbie's too big. You got to be more obscure because we okay. need people that are looking for interviews, but these people don't have interviews anywhere. Okay. That's how the name trick works. So who is what? An Oppenheimer? No, 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 no. Let's not go Oppenheimer. Too big, too big. I'm talking something. No, I said sound... who was in Oppenheimer. There's a bunch of character actors in I know, No, but no, but I'm thinking like we need a CW show. Okay. Like whatever's on the CW, whoever has like three lines an episode. That guy. That guy. Okay. Tav- Tavi Gevinson starred in the reboot of Gossip Girl. 
Yeah, you didn't even know that fucking happened. You don't remember yeah. that shit. I never watched Gossip Girl. I watched uh, the Gayer show on CW about Gilmore an- Girls. No, the Angels show, <laughs> Saved by an Angel or something. Saved by an Angel. <laughs> you liked all that Christian shit. Though. That's all I watched. I was allowed to watch that, like Alias. Sometimes. <laughs> Did you ever watch Seventh Heaven? Possibly. That it's a sitcom with all the like the a bunch of kids living together, like they're teenagers and shit. Yeah. And well, see, like, there's I like just, a glue huffing episode I really want us to watch. I had insomnia as a kid, so I just stay up late and like watch everything that I wasn't allowed to watch. So I'd stay up late watching fucking Comedy Central and Adult Swim. I just flip back and forth between those channels. Dude, I think we hit an hour. We hit an hour. Stop. Thank you, Dylan. Thanks, uh, thanks, yeah, thanks thank for, you for having me. Thanks for yeah, thanks for coming by, You'll man. You'll be on the next episode. Yeah, we're sorry we had to bump you for time, but uh, next week Dylan will be talking about his book, How to Cook with Semen. <laughs> It's all about the parsley and how you add it correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Cooking with semen. Um, Yeah. uh, Fuck it. Check out Big and Bald. uh, Also on the Kill Podcasters Network. Check out Duh Heads. Check out uh, The Couch Philosopher. You can find them all on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Please check them out. Yeah, check them out. Um, Check out uh, Incel Etiquette. You can only find it on a Twitter page. (laughs) right now because we're the content's very edgy <laughs> trying to figure out a place where it should live i think i might just sell it on Gumroad or something oh yeah but uh yeah uh, we got a bunch of fucking shows they're all uh they're all fucking funny uh go go look at them do we're it gonna, we're putting them on a website soon uh ooga booga do we have any closing thoughts i'm so bad at goodbyes um i have become ken destroyer of barbie world <laughs>